Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Whatever happens in those NAFTA negotiations are going to have a direct impact on us here in Ontario. Uh, and more specifically here in the Hamilton-Burlington area. We've talked about the new economy. Uh, we've talked about some of the innovations that have been happening here in the last little while. And obviously those NAFTA negotiations, among so many other things, uh, are going to be factored into uh, how and uh, when and to how, what extent, rather, uh, we're going to prosper through those negotiations. So what role does the provincial government play in this? Well, it's a big one, quite frankly. And uh, to that end, we are so pleased to welcome back to the program the Premier of the Province of Ontario, the Honourable Kathleen Wynne. Great to see you again. Great Thanks for coming in you. today. Thank you. Uh, Great it's to be an here. early start. Did you get your run in today before you got I over here? I did not, but I'm going to run Shame home. On you. <laughs> I'm going to run home from work tonight. So. Well, I tell you, I just heard the traffic reports on the Queenie. You may just run back to Queen's Park. <laughs> it, it may be get faster. Get there faster. Be faster. <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about this. And, and we're pretty excited about the collaboration that's gone on between Hamilton and Burlington in the last little while, and you know the themes, of course. I know you spoke about it earlier this morning uh, here at the summit, about uh, driving regional and global connectivity, about regional goods movement. Uh, suffice to say, the province plays a major role in, in the economic plans and the economic future of these two communities. Absolutely, and I, uh, I talked about that this morning, Bill. Um, you know, there are a number of um, fronts on which we have been working. Uh, I think that probably the most important, well, I guess there are a couple that are very important, but um, the educated workforce in this uh, province is a huge advantage for us. And so, you know, there's no coincidence you've got Mohawk College here um, talking with folks. I mean, the, the role that we play in the province to make sure that everyone who wants to and is able to can go to college or university or get a training, um, that, is, that is our advantage. Businesses tell me all the time that they come to Ontario because of our highly educated and highly skilled workforce. So the free tuition that we've put in place that starts this September for kids who otherwise might be worried about the debt or come from low-income families, um, that's going to make a huge difference to about 230,000 kids uh, come September. So that is hugely important. The other investment, so that's an investment in people. The other investment that is critical, and I know it's been a hot topic in this region, is investment in infrastructure, particularly yep. transit mm-hmm. infrastructure. And I, you know, I showed a map in my remarks today of the connectivity that we're uh, we're engendering by investing in 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 light rail, in bus rapid transit, in the GO, uh, the GO system, regional express rail, all of that makes a difference to the economic development of the region. And, and that's key, and it's, it's the plans are, I, I think there's great anticipation about the plans, obviously, not just here in the Hamilton-Burlington community, uh, but all the way down to Niagara eventually, and I know that's part of the long-term plan. And the building plan. started, you know, yeah. it's not, it's, we're just not at the planning stage, we've got, we've got work going on all over the province, and shovels in the ground. Well, Mayor Eisenberger, Mayor Goldwyn just got back from the Large Urban Mayor's Conference in Ottawa a week or two ago, and they were telling me about the work that's going on in that LRT system Absolutely. with Mayor Watson, and uh, that's moving along swimmingly, we are told. And but I understand. I understand that the the BIAs, the the Hamilton Chamber and the Burlington Chamber, the Hamilton Chamber particularly, are going to be working with businesses to kind of do a bit of a promotion on making Already sure that people, that, yeah, so that that people know to come down and uh, even when the construction's going on, because it, it is disruptive. But if we don't disrupt, then we don't get the innovation, right? Let me ask you about something else, though, and it's another offshoot of this. And and the people movement is absolutely essential. I, I agree with you totally. But one of the other elements that's going to be discussed here to a great extent is goods movement. And uh, we, we have, uh, I think, a unique approach and a unique situation here in the Bay Area 
uh, with uh, one of the largest cargo airports in, in the country. Yeah. Uh, we have rail transport, although it's not as good as it used to be in the past, but that's a federal government issue. Uh, we have the, the harbor here and the water that's going on here, uh, and road infrastructure, too. I mean, the, the problem that a lot of the businesses are telling us about here, Premier, is, listen, how do we get the goods from here to market mm-hmm. in an efficient way? And, of course, we're uh, with the airport here as well. I mean, we're, we're, we're connected. We seem to have all the elements right now. But because of gridlock, because of a couple of other issues that that are affecting that kind of transportation right now, there's a problem getting goods to market. How do, how does the province help in that situation? Well, I think I, mean, I think in a couple of ways. Um, the the first one I've already talked about making direct investments yep. and uh, making sure that we do what we can in terms of building. I have had conversations with the harbor folks. I think that um, we need to we need to have a federal, municipal, provincial discussion about the intermodal uh, hub that Hamilton is. Um, I know that there was a, a discussion not that long ago about the. Um, the airport and how it could be, how its function could be expanded in terms of uh, of goods movement. So, I, I think what we can do as a province, and maybe this is something that we uh, we work with Ted and Eleanor on, how do we facilitate that that discussion federally and municipally and provincially? Because it really, we've got everybody at the table, Bill. We got you got to get our heads around some stuff. I remember going to a meeting at Queens Park years ago uh, with uh, Ted McMeekin and others, uh, uh, talking about Highway H two O. And about the the importance yeah. of things like short sea shipping and things of this nature, uh, we got away from from using water as a main transportation. I mean, we live on the Great Lakes for crying out loud. I mean, we have to look at it, an, an an asset like that and, and probably maximize it. I'm not so sure we're doing that. Well, I and and you know when I was Minister of Transportation is actually when I had those uh, mm-hmm. those conversations about the Highway H2O and the that blue highway. So, uh, so I agree with you, but that really is something that needs a three way discussion. Yeah. You know, we can't. We can't, as a province, take full responsibility for uh, for that. We can partner with the feds and with uh, with the municipality, but we need we need everybody at the table. And the same with rail, as you've said. You've had discussions. I was mentioning just before you joined us here about, uh, uh, well, Bridget Matheson's going to join us, of course, from the Canada U.S. Relations Business Affairs, uh, to talk about NAFTA and the impact mm-hmm. that it's going to have on, on uh, first of all, on the broader base here federally. Uh, but even from a provincial and from a, a regional standpoint as well. Now, you've had discussions with U.S. officials about that. What, what sense are you getting? So here's what I'm, here's what I'm hearing. Um, first of all, everyone understands how important our interconnectivity is. You know, I, I always use the example, Bill, of an automobile going across the border seven times before it's completed. So, you know, it is very important that we all recognize at the on the U.S. side and on the Canadian side that we are better off, our markets are better off, our businesses are better off if we're connected. Now, I know there are, there are people here in Ontario who would argue that, but we've seen a huge expansion of, uh, of industry with NAFTA. That doesn't mean it can't be better, and so the the approach we're taking is let's find the ways in which we can actually do better. There is nothing about e-commerce in NAFTA. There's nothing about the digital economy because it it didn't exist when uh, when NAFTA was uh, was written. So there are improvements that need to be made, and. My my governor colleagues and the legislators I've talked to in the United States, they get that. They don't want to blow NAFTA up and and destroy the businesses that are um, dependent on Canadian business. There are nine million jobs in 
the states that are dependent on Canadian business. And so the, the leaders in those jurisdictions know that. They know in the states that that's important. What we're, what we're dealing with, though, is unpredictability from the White House. We don't know, we don't know, and people in the states don't know exactly what the tax attack is going to be from uh, from the White House and so that creates some uncertainty but it also creates an even greater need for us at the subnational and by that I mean the provincial the state the municipal level to have really strong relationships so that we can talk to each other I'm not going to be at the NAFTA negotiating table it's the federal government that will be there we will be input you know we'll be giving input to the are federal you, are government. Are you comfortable they have your back? Absolutely Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, there's no question Ontario is such an important part of the economy. You know, we are 38% of the population of the, the country. So we're nearly 40% of, uh, of the well-being in this, uh, in this province, in this country. So I know that the federal government has our back. At the same time, we need to be very specific in our conversations with the Fed so that when they go to the table, they understand exactly what is needed. So we'll play that role. But in the meantime, I'm going to continue to reach out to governors. I'm going to be talking to legislators. I, I'm going to be going to the National Governors Association this summer because those relationships and in the end are going to be really important for us. It's how in New York we got, you know, we got a, a retraction of a very broad and potentially damaging provision on Buy America mm -hmm. from the uh, the New York budget because we were on the ground, we were talking, our ministers were down there, Brad Duguid, Michael Chan were in New York talking to the legislators in New York about the damage to New York jobs if uh, if that provision had gone ahead the way it uh, the way it was written originally uh, so much more to talk about but I know our time is limited and uh, actually you've uh, made a, a special allowance to stick around to be on the program here too because I know you addressed this conference some time ago so I'll let you go at this stage because you have to get back on the highway thank you so much it's great but to I'll see always you again. come back thanks Bill you're always welcome Thank I'd love you to so get much. you back next time you're in town. Make sure you pop by. Thanks a lot. Premier Kathleen Wynne, of course, joining us here at the Economic Summit. Thanks again, Premier. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.